Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And it's Evo season, baby. It's Evo season, baby. <laughs> Get that baby out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, like, you're, like, I, I say it's Evo season, baby, and you, like, just gesture to the Evo season, baby. You're like, it's Evo season, baby. Yes. He's right here. Yeah, goo goo gaga, Evo time. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, welcome. This is the Evo Online 2020 Predictions episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As is the case of 2020, this feels like it'll be a little different than our usual prediction. A little bit. A little bit, but, uh, but we're still raring to go. First, a couple corrections. All right. Uh, I said that playism, uh, during our New Games Plus Expo episode did not show anything new. Um, or make really any new announcements, and they just showed some of their existing slate. Mm-hmm. Um, the game uh, Idol Manager that they showed, uh, while Idol Manager was known to exist beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, that trailer was actually an announcement that Playism was now publishing the game. I see. Yes. Uh, before it was like self-published, or the publisher wasn't known. Okay. And uh and that was play of them going, Yeah, we're publishing it and we're localizing it into ah, Japanese and some other language. Well, good for them. Yeah, so that that was that was an announcement. Yeah. So that's that's fair. Uh also when we talked about uh the Neo Geo Pocket yes. uh selection, um I mentioned that there were three games announced in the selection mm-hmm. and I completely forgot <laughs> to announce uh to mention to uh, announce. I'm proud to announce <laughs> <laughs> exclusively here on this <laughs> on this podcast that I'm sure the Neo Geo team knows about. Right. Uh I forgot to mention one of those three games, which is King of Fighters R2. Okay. Yeah. Uh in in the episode proper, it it sounds like I was right about to say King of Fighters R2 and then forgot for some crazy <laughs> reason. Uh <laughs> this is because in the unedited cut of the episode, uh, after I mentioned the second game, uh, Sean and I had a 30-minute-long argument yes. about whether or not the games are worth $5 or $8. Yes. They are currently available for $8. Um, and uh, and after that long tirade, it did not occur to me that I had never mentioned King of Fighters R2. I would say that's fair. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, and uh and that was oh, that was that was one of our biggest tangents yet, so I cut it out of the full episode. But uh I'll be uploading it as bonus content uh to our Patreon dot com slash beep boop group. Ooh. Yeah. Get those dollars in. I don't know if it's if that's going to be entertaining to anyone at all. <laughs> Get those dollars in so that you can hear Daniel and I argue about the economics of video games for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if if you want to see how inane our arguments can get, that that will that will be up there for prosperity. Yes. This is peak Daniel versus Sean. <laughs> this is what you're missing when we're off the podcast and just talking about things. <laughs> yeah. 
is this is us sparing you like <laughs> right i did you a favor by taking that out of the episode <laughs> and if you if you want to give us some money then you can see exactly the extent of the favor i did you all if you are a masochist and you'd <laughs> like to pay us a dollar so that you can be tortured five dollars if you are a masochist and you would like to pay us five dollars so that you can be tortured by us you know, I didn't think that was what this podcast was about, but uh, but you can do that. Some people give us $20 a month so we can roast them at the end of our podcast <laughs> every every two weeks. That's fair. I mean, who knows what people spend money on? <laughs> <laughs> that's ominous. Anyway, that's that's corrections, not not too uh, not too juicy of, uh, of yeah. corrections. And, you know, if I could just add one thing, I understand that you guys like corrections at this point. <laughs> Uh, you do not have to continue informing us that you like corrections. I get it. You can continue informing us. I enjoy the validation. I uh, still think that they're dumb, but clearly I'm the only person on planet Earth that does. That's right, bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, time for time for some stuff. Before we get into Evo, we... Got some spring cleaning to do. Oh, in that uh, spring cleaning is probably the wrong word. I I just wanted to seg. Sure, po- Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So we so there was a Pokemon presents that we talked about last time, mm-hmm. and uh, I can actually say last week. Yeah, because yeah, we're we're on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but at the time of recording, uh, the second Pokemon presents that they announced at the end of the first one, right. had not aired yet. So we made some predictions about it, and yeah. and now at the time of this recording, we have now seen the second Pokemon presents. So we uh we threw some stuff out there. Uh, we brought up the possibility of Diamond and Pearl remakes. I thought that was kind of a hard no. Sure, I, I really doubted that. I brought up Let's Go Johto as a distinct possibility. Mm-hmm. Glad that wasn't it. Yeah, and then uh we played with the uh with the idea one one thing i said i thought something that might be more likely than either of those things is uh is for them is for nintendo to put a lot of money or a lot of focus on a spin-off title right uh something that's not one of the mainline rpgs now the thing that i brought up as an example, the thing I brought up as my main prediction mm-hmm. was very wrong. <laughs> I, I said that they would make like a double A or triple A detective Pikachu game. Right. Uh, that, uh, that capitalizes on the success of the movie and maybe that they would shadow drop a switch remake of the three DS game. Yes. Uh, on top of that. Uh, so that was wrong, <laughs> but what we did get was a, spin-off game with with a lot of marketing focus put onto it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean they gave it its own little thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh and that game is Pokemon Unite. Yes. A uh a Pokemon MOBA. Like it's it's kinda like uh it's kinda like more accessible League of Legends. Yeah, I it's I mean, um it seems to me that it's essentially kind of like League of Legends, but like without the minions, you know, it's almost more of like a uh like a point capture kind of thing, right? Maybe there there was a mechanic where you could catch Pokemon while you were right, which I thought of as being more like the jungle, right, where you're kind of going outside of the lanes. And I mean, I mean, I could be wrong, you know, yeah, it could be but I, marching around, but yeah, like I, I, 
That that made me feel like maybe there would be a mechanic where like the Pokemon you caught would basically be your minions. Mm, that's interesting. Um, but right. I I don't remember seeing anything like that explicitly. So yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it is just kind of a a point total thing. That, right. Like the uh, like I I don't understand mobas, <laughs> but uh, Pokemon Unite makes me want to. Cool. That's um, good. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of. Uh, a lot of differing yes. kind of uh, opinions about this. I was going to say, I'm I'm glad that you like it, and I'm to be, to be clear, I'm also quite interested in yeah. it uh, because some people were very angry about this. Yeah, like I'm I'm ex- like I'm excited about this. Like mobas are something I've never been able to get into, mm-hmm. but this seems to be like a, a possible attempt to make that genre like easier to understand. Yes, and also like. Uh, the idea of like you start as like uh you start the match as an unevolved Pokemon right. and then as you get stronger you evolve and gain new moves. That's very cool. Like you start as a Charmander and then you become a Charmeleon partway through and then you're a Charizard and you're doing fire blasts and stuff. That's pretty <laughs> rad. And then I mean, you know, more broadly, of course, this just happens to be an IP that you're extremely interested oh, in. Oh, I love I'm sure that helps. Yeah, I absolutely love Pokemon and that does help. Yeah. Although like the League of Legends like IP seems really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I want to get into like those characters in that setting. Sure. Uh but the but the game and <laughs> uh the, the, it seems like there's such a a wall there. Sure. Uh, like a like a entry barrier for there, me. There definitely is. Because I, I actually did play a little league with with you and uh, one of our mutual friends mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, and oh, it was just so dense. I could not get <laughs> into it. Yeah. Uh, and like, just uh, ev- everyone playing seemed to be taking it more seriously than I did. So I just got really turned off and I dipped out. I, the, you know, I I like the kind of the core of League of Legends. Like, I can have fun when I'm playing a game of League of Legends. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is the community. Um, yeah. I actually stopped playing because I got called a slur during a match in my, my last match oh, uh, because I was kind of, you know, not doing very well. Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember why I stopped before right. I picked this back up. And then also I just I don't love how esports focused it is. Like when a yeah. game is created with kind of and, and esports is like the forefront of what they have in mind. Right. Instead of that being like a part of a more cohesive whole, sure. I, I just lose interest. Mm. Like when they're already trying to make it like that. And so I don't know. Like I I dipped out a while ago and I'm probably not gonna go back. Yeah, like I, I don't know, I, I obviously um I obviously don't mind games where competitive multiplayer is the focus sure um yeah i mean you know we play fighting games yeah we play fighting games we're we're about to do a whole episode about fighting games <laughs> so so yeah that doesn't bother me too much but it's yeah it's it's just it's just a lot speaking of fighting games though i'm looking forward to that league of legends fighting game whenever that gets shown me too. full yeah yeah i'm looking forward to knowing more than almost nothing about it <laughs> that's gonna be pretty cool <laughs> yeah um but uh, but yeah, po- Pokemon Unite seems really neat. Uh, no uh, no release details. They right. you know they just showed off that that video where uh, where it showed like two teams partaking in mm-hmm. in a in a battle, and that seemed fun. Yeah, I mean at the very least, you know they're they're far along enough that they were able to do that. Yeah, so clearly it's more than like a pre-alpha kind of situation. Yeah, I'm I'm really uh. 
I'm I'm really excited to like see to like actually play that game and also it's got so much potential for like post release content you yes. know like like releasing new characters over time mm-hmm. uh yeah that that is a game with the potential to have a great lifespan yeah uh uh but yeah the uh I I've seen a variety of people that were that were turned off by it one one of those criticisms seems directed at the at the fact that. Nintendo's collaborating with Tencent. Yes. Um, and I haven't done a crazy amount of research here, but I think the general gist is kind of like Tencent is kind of the EA of Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and or, another thing is that they're 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 quite uh, well. They're um, they're a Chinese company, right? Um, and they're quite close to like the 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 kind of Chinese party that's in power. And so, obviously, if you have issues with like what China's doing in Hong Kong, things like that, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's there's reasons to be skeptical there. The, um, yeah, that's that's really fair. Uh, but you know, I mean, at the same time, like uh, I, they, they're an enormous company, and they have their fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, and so if you were to say like, "Well, I I, I never want to play another ten cent game again," that would be a lot of stuff right. that you would have to. Yeah, then then you're not playing League anymore. Right, sure. Yeah, because yeah, they own Riot Games, uh-huh. uh, and then you're not playing anything by Platinum Games anymore. Right, exactly. They have they have like a a significant share in uh in in Platinum. I think I, I believe so. Yeah, and I think they they even like they own part of Ubisoft or something. Oh wow! Or or they or they did. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have a share in Ubisoft because remember ten years ago when Ubisoft was on the verge of a hostile takeover by Vivendi and they were yes uh, and they were able to like barely wriggle out of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When Vivendi gave up and gave their shares to a bunch of different companies, mm-hmm. like gave gave the shares that they had. To other companies, Tencent was one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Um. But yeah, I. I I have hopes that that the Nintendo half of this collaboration will will be kind of what takes precedence. Sure. You know. Um. Like when Blizzard made those terrible Hong Kong decisions, <laughs> yeah. Nintendo like just distanced themselves from like Overwatch's mm-hmm. launch. Yeah, like stop promoting it. Yeah, basically. stop. Yeah, stop promoting it for like months. I I do wonder if because they're collaborating with Tencent, maybe maybe Tracer is back on the table now that the hmm. dust is theoretically <laughs> cleared a bit. Uh-huh. Maybe it hasn't cleared as much as they thought it has, right. but maybe they'll have they'll think it's cleared enough that they can do that again. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think though that even beyond Tencent, like Tencent seems to me to have been kind of a tertiary concern for people that aren't very interested in this game. Mm. The more primary stuff basically seems to have been like you know, A, um they reserved you know, they, they like kind of hyped this up and reserved this block of time. And <laughs> then this is the game we got. You know, I was expecting this. I was expecting that. Sure, sure. Um, and then the other thing is, I think a lot of people, the consensus is just kind of that, like, like who's making a new MOBA in 2020? Like, well, Nintendo is because yeah. they're always behind when they make anything. <laughs> you know, I kind of like that. <laughs> I actually like that Nintendo is making a MOBA like four years late. <laughs> sure. Because... I think that has its own advantages, mm-hmm. right? A, they've had enough time to see what about MOBAs works and what doesn't, sure. right? 
They've seen League succeed. They've seen Heroes of the Storm do okay. <laughs> they've seen Paragon fail yes. like completely, yeah. right? They've they've gotten to kind of observe that market. Uh, and B, they are not releasing this game amongst twenty new MOBAs. Yes. They 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 won't get lost in a sea of competing MOBAs. Like right now, people are playing League, or they're not really playing a MOBA. <laughs> right, right. So. Uh, and there's a lot of people that were playing League and stopped, so... Like me. So Pokemon Unite might grab that crowd. Yeah. I think in a way it's kind of smart, even if it doesn't feel very revolutionary or new. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely trying this game out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited at the, the prospect of kind of having a MOBA that I can play that will presumably have a more tolerable community or that, like, just won't have chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as I'm assuming will be the case with this. Well, uh, I wonder if they'll use the Nintendo Online app or something. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. God, they got to figure something out with that. They never will. I, this, I, I know. This is, this is this generation of Nintendo. We will always have that, that mandatory shitty phone app. And I'll just continue using Discord instead. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm tempted... I'm tempted to get that app just solely for the feature in Animal Crossing New Horizons where you can type messages with your phone <laughs> uh-huh. instead I, of I, typing them in-game. I have it, and that's why. <laughs> because I had a lot of people visiting my village when the game first came out who you know I hadn't seen in a long time, and I wanted to be able to type at them quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why. And it works, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, it works exactly as you'd expect for that purpose. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we didn't, we didn't quite predict Pokemon Unite, but there it is. Yep. Uh, don't know when it's coming out. I bet, I bet they were initially going to make this like a holiday 2020 release. But because of COVID. Because of COVID. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Maybe it'll be more like a spring or summer 2021 thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, yeah. Hope, uh. Hope there isn't a Pokemon Unite tournament in a year where uh, someone supports Hong Kong <laughs> and then the entire stream gets shut down. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, by then, um, Hong Kong might just be completely under the control of mainland China. That's uh, horrible. Based on the way that things are going right now, unfortunately. <laughs> that so. is horribly depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Evo. Sounds good. Uh, no, like... I, you know, I don't want to glaze over that shit, obviously. Sure, of course. Um, that's that's messed up. I yeah. hope that's not how things turn out. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's talk about Evo. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this year, Evo is doing Evo Online. Yeah. Instead of instead of a tournament in Las Vegas, uh, they are doing uh four open online tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, of games with rollback netcode and which every game should have yes please and uh and exib- online exhibition tournaments of eight other games uh games that we presume will maybe still have like reveals sure. and like cool stuff around them so uh so here's the schedule they've announced so far mm-hmm. uh basically they've announced the schedule for the open tournaments uh, them's fighting herds will have a tournament July fourth and fifth. That's soon. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'll that'll be kicking off Evo Online. That'll be the first open tournament of Evo Online. Nice. Um, and uh, and yeah, let 
that's that'll be pretty cool it'll be cool to see that game played at a high level yeah i hope that uh the the kind of increase in profile leads to more sales for that team because they obviously worked hard on a product they love you know yes. it'd be cool to see them succeed i i agree uh then july 11th to 12th at skullgirl second encore nice uh matches were initially going to be best two out of three but they're best three out of five now after community feedback looking forward to sonic fox stomping everybody yeah yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> um then killer instinct from july 18th to 19th i've loved the killer instinct resurgence that we've been seeing it's fantastic it's so cool i'm really excited to see like evo have a Killer Instinct tournament with a whole playable cast. Yes. Because back in the day, they did Killer Instinct when Killer Instinct came out. Mm-hmm. Then they did Killer Instinct a year later uh, when uh, when they were, like, halfway through Season 2. Right. And then Killer Instinct did not return the following year when they were, like, in the middle of Season 3. Yeah. Which bummed me out. Mm-hmm. So now we get to, well, I don't know if people will play Eagle, but they'll have the opportunity to. Yeah. Have these other characters. Eagle and, like, Mira mm-hmm. and, like, uh, like Shin I'm... Hisako. Yeah. But... My least favorite character <laughs> in that game. Um, oh, f- fucking, like, uh, like, Garkos and Idol at Evo. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, uh, yeah. There will definitely be Gargos people there because oh, he's yeah. a fucking monster. Gar- literally Gar- and in terms of <laughs> mechanics. Yeah. Gar- Gargos is an insane character. He's got like a bunch of like mid range shit and teleports and puppets. And, yeah. Like, it's, it's wild that they made him a balanced character. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like to fight against Gargos is like to fight against chaos itself. It's absolutely <laughs> insane watching Gargos matches. So that's oh, very exciting. I'm so pumped for that tournament. Me it's too. It's going to be so cool. So excited for, like, other people to see that shit. Yes. And finally, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Yeah. Uh, July 25th through 26th. So we'll get some some <laughs> tournament-level Fujin and uh, mm-hmm. and Robocop and shit. I've been seeing some Fujin players that are very good, which is, you know, I mean, like, of course, pro fighting game players can play anybody competently. I cannot play Fujin. Mm-hmm. I've tried... He's so execution heavy, like more, far more than any other character in the game uh, that there, I'm, I gave up on learning him very quickly. That's that's kind of bummer, because if you give up on learning a Mortal Kombat character, <laughs> I'm not going to learn that MK character ever at all. That's, that's fair. And, uh, he's, and he's so he's got one variation that's much less execution heavy, uh, because really a lot of the so the issues are that, first of all, he has kind of this like tornado move that pops you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can redirect it while you're in the air. And so a lot of his combos involve him like popping up and then kind of moving forward and then doing an air thing and then going to the ground, restanding you, like just a lot of really complicated stuff like that. Hmm. And then his second variation, which is the one I really wanted to learn, um, it, called Cloud Walker, has this move where he kind of like jumps up and just runs through the air across yeah. the screen. And uh, that is just very difficult to use. It's just <laughs> really, really hard. Um, he has a third variation that has neither of those moves. Okay. That's more about kind of like spacing where he can like push you or pull you with the wind. Oh, that's neat. If I were to pick up Fujin, I would just do that one because it's the only one that I can play. Okay. Um, but I'm just more interested in like Scarlet and Shiva and other people. Fair enough. But yeah, um, I'm I'm obviously excited, as you can tell from what I just said, uh, right. to 
watch the MK11 tournament. I also love that that's the only triple A like game on this list that came out in the past couple of years yeah. that has rollback netcode. Yeah, it's it's funny that like none of these four games are gonna have any like <laughs> announcements or anything attached to them. Right. Like like aftermaths like like Mortal Kombat 11's life cycle, or at least it's you know it's release cycle, yeah. it's it's reveal cycle has ended with the release of Aftermath. Yeah, but yeah, like uh, Killer Instinct has has not like been updated for years. <laughs> uh, Skullgirls has been finished for years. Mm-hmm. Them's Fighting Herds is actually the only game that's still currently like getting updates and stuff. Yeah, um, I'm sure Aftermath will still get like balance updates and things. Yeah, um. But Them's Fighting Herds is the only game of these four that's still going to be like adding content. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they have a DLC character in the works that's a goat. Huh. Um, and we haven't seen goat yet. We haven't seen goat's design. Mm. So I wonder if maybe during this tournament we'll get to see goat. That'd be cool. Yes. Uh, but in addition to all these tournaments, uh, the the schedule mentions a thing at the end that says all open tournaments will conclude on July 31st to August 2nd. Huh. So I think what this means is that like we'll we'll get pools of each of these four tournaments on the dates mentioned. Oh, but the top 8s will be the end of the month. Top top 8s will be at the end of the month. Okay. Yeah, or top 16s even. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Um and that's all we have scheduled explicitly so far. Right. Uh, we know that there will be exhibition tournaments of the games that were going to be at Evo, mm-hmm. uh, minus Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ultimate will not be there, uh, if anyone has not gotten the memo already. Yeah. They just won't be there at all. So one thing we can reasonably expect is that there won't be a Smash character reveal at Evo. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we don't really... We don't really know explicitly when the exhibitions are happening. Uh, one thing that's interesting to me is that we know we know one thing in terms of uh, in terms of upcoming reveals and such, and that is uh, that Guilty Gear Strive, Arc System Works's uh, upcoming Guilty Gear game, right, will be revealing a new character in August. Okay. Hmm. Which means that uh, Arc System Works has a game. Yeah. Uh, they they technically have two games at Evo this year, but one of them is owned by Bandai Namco. Okay. Uh, and traditionally during Dragon Ball Fighter stuff, yeah, we get Bandai Namco announcements. We do not get Arc System Works announcements, right? Unless it's for an Arc System Works game that's owned by Bandai Namco, <laughs> right? Um. So if we're going to get Guilty Gear Strive news, it's going to be after the Grand Blue Fantasy versus exhibition, probably. Mm-hmm. And the thing with that is that is Grand Blue Fantasy versus really going to be like a an end of the end of Evo Online thing, right? Like is, is it that important, or would it be more of a middle of Evo thing? Hmm. Which makes me think: What if? Most or all of the exhibitions will be on that last weekend. Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, like yeah. What if basically Saturday and Sunday, like in addition to the open tournaments ending, mm-hmm. we also get 
all of these exhibitions back to back, like that's basically truly going to be Evo weekend. That'd be cool in, in terms of the main Evo games. Yeah, and that that I think is what I'm what I'm mainly mainly predicting. I think most of the exhibitions will be at the end of the at the end of the month. Okay, slash the beginning of August. Right, with maybe a couple exceptions. Like maybe we'll we'll get like a Soul Calibur Six exhibition in the middle of July or something. <laughs> sure, just to just to keep things just for spice. Yeah, just yeah, just to yeah. keep things spicy. So, uh without further ado, let's uh let's look over the games that are getting exhibition tournaments. Okay. And predict what kind of reveals could be attached to them because so do you think we're getting reveals uh with the lowered scope of everything? Um I think so. Yes. Yeah. I I am inclined to believe that we are still getting reveals because Presumably they were planned, you know, uh, before yeah. all of this happened. Yes. And since Evo is still going on, yeah, I feel like we're getting reveals. I agree. I think we are still getting reveals. Like, what is the... <laughs> when is Guilty Gear Strive showing a new character in August if it wouldn't be part of this Evo thing? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not just going to go like, August 27th, for no reason. Here's fucking bedman he's coming back <laughs> i know well, you're all excited hold hold up hold up other predictions we'll get there <laughs> oh i'm so sorry i just couldn't wait to predict bedman the guy who's coming back uh um but actually i i was gonna kind of seg and have grand blue fantasy versus be the first game we talked about okay so yeah grand blue fantasy versus is a game that i actually haven't uh really gotten into yeah me um, neither i am interested in it yeah exactly i was excited about it before it came out and i i still am i still am interested it'll actually be pretty cool to see the tournament to see yeah. the exhibition because that'll kind of be the first time i will have seen high level grand blue fantasy versus play yeah me too uh so grand blue fantasy versus recently f- uh finished releasing all of its season one dlc characters okay I think it i think it capped that off in april and season pass two is Confirmed to start in fall 2020, uh, starting with Belial, who seems to be like a very like sexy like evil guy. Okay, yeah, we don't know what the rest of season two looks like. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus will at least end with a season pass two trailer. Nice, uh, that... showing one character beyond Belial. Yeah, I, I think it'll show Belial gameplay. Right, and then uh, and then maybe uh, I could see them. Like, last time, last year, mm-hmm. they just, I'm pretty sure they just announced all of season one. Oh, okay. Um, So I think basically we'll get, like, we'll get, like, a trailer, like, a full-on reveal trailer for the second character in, uh-huh. in DLC season two, and then, like, pictures of characters <laughs> three through five or three right. through six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think we're getting that. Unfortunately, I don't really know enough about... <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy versus, or Grand Blue Fantasy in general, yeah. to really predict what characters they'll be bringing to the table. No, same. I actually, I once decided, like, you know, Grand Blue Fantasy versus is coming out. I want more context on this. I'm going to start playing Grand Blue Fantasy. Wow, you pulled a Daniel. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. One of those rare moments where <laughs> our personalities completely change. Uh, but <laughs> uh, So I, like... You, so it is translated to English, but you have to like kind of 
make an account and install the game and that's all in Japanese and then you can like go into the options and change it to English. Right. So I did all that. I did all this work. It took like half an hour of like making accounts and uh, changing settings and downloading things. Uh-huh. And I finally changed it to English. I opened the game. I had it on my computer. Yeah. And I started watching like the opening stuff and just decided like this is old and I don't feel like playing this and deleted <laughs> all of it. <laughs> so that, that's that's as much now, as I've gotten into Grand Blue Fantasy. Now that's peak Sean. Yeah, the spell wore off. <laughs> uh, the, the Daniel Hex uh <laughs> left my soul. I was like, Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> Why did I do this? So yeah, that's in that sense, I have more context on Grand Blue Fantasy than you, but barely. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I want to pick up Versus at some point and try it out because it seems neat. Nice. Um. Yeah, me me too. Maybe, maybe we'll pick it up one of these days. Yeah, there's just so many games. There's a lot of games. So, yeah. so speaking of games, I think Grand Blue Fantasy Versus will also be accompanied by Guilty Gear, by the Guilty Gear Strive new character. Nice. I think there are several candidates here. Okay. One is that helmet guy from the very first trailer that we have not seen since. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a really cool looking, like, black samurai mm -hmm. uh, who then, to me, looks less cool once he puts on the helmet. Sure. Um, uh, it's, it's It also go like go figure that they make a really cool looking black <laughs> character and then they cover his face yeah. immediately it's the princess and the frog problem yeah right? hey first black disney princess and she's a frog <laughs> for 90 percent of this movie yep yeah um so uh so maybe that guy but maybe maybe we haven't seen him in so long because he's the final boss and he'll be one of the last Ooh. reveals yeah i could see that uh or like he'll be like a mid boss or something sure uh, another idea is a popular returning character from from Exard. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a character that was introduced in Exard, but sure. a character that was in Exard that they'll bring back. Okay. Um uh I think I think Biken has a strong possibility of being revealed in the early cycle. Like I think okay. Biken will be in the base roster this time. Okay. Yeah. because uh, everyone loves Biken. <laughs> uh I think another candidate is uh is Effelt. Um, the... I feel like if if Ethel isn't revealed at Evo, I mean she's going to be in the game. Oh yeah, she's got Abs to be in the game. Absolutely, people I'm... love her. Yeah, she's. I, I think she's one of the most popular characters that was introduced in Exar. Yeah, and they just released her. Uh, they just revealed her sister Ram Lethal. Uh -huh. So I wonder if they'll just like follow up that up immediately with Ethel. Sure, or maybe they'll space it out because yeah. they don't want two like similar quote unquote characters. Uh -huh. I don't know. Who knows? They, their gameplay styles are incredibly different. Yeah, Ethel uh, is almost almost like uh you're trying to play a first person shooter while you're playing a fighting game <laughs> yeah no she's, she's, wild. she's yeah i i really enjoyed my time with her though i, I haven't yeah. played a lot of exard but i've played enough to know that i felt is cool yeah she is cool uh and um and finally i think uh, maybe they'll just reveal a character that wasn't in exard sure right uh and of course the the most obvious character there would be Bridget. Yes. Um, I don't know where in the chronology of Guilty Gear Strive takes place, but if it's in the future, I really want to see 
time skip Bridget. Yeah, time skip Bridget would be cool. I just want to see what they do with Bridget's design. I think that there's a lot of really cool possibilities there. Yeah, older teen or adult Bridget would be really cool. Yeah. I, I think this does take place, like, at the end of the Guilty Gear timeline. Okay. I think. Like, I think, yeah. I never know with fighting games. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> I, boy, there's, there's some fighting game lore I can talk about. <laughs> Like later, like like it, when we talk about a different game, there's yeah. some there's some fighting game lore to dig into. I think I know exactly what you mean, so I'll look forward to that. Uh, ooh, I think you might be wrong. I think oh. I think I know what you think I'm going to talk about. Well, if you I, then I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get there. Okay. Um, this yeah. is like vague posting on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy our vague pose <laughs> listeners um but yeah i i think there's uh, guilty gears cast is so huge there's so many characters that a single character reveal for strive could be yeah but they're uh they're at least kind of leaving like they're now done revealing like the same eight characters that they reveal at the beginning of every guilty gear reveal cycle <laughs> right so it'll be cool to see who pops up That's from this true. point forward. Yeah, like, we're past Soul Bad Guy, we're past Kai Kisuke. Yeah, yeah. Chip, Chips Enough is there, Miller right. Rage is there, Zato yeah. One is there, <laughs> Faust is there, Potemkin's uh-huh. there. They're all out of the yeah. way. Let's move on. Yeah. To interesting characters. I mean, some of them are, you know. Yeah, some are, like, Miller it's, cool. it's fine if you like Soul Bad Guy. Oh, you know what? I think they have, they, I don't know if they've revealed I Know yet. Oh, yeah. Guitar Girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta reveal I Know. Yeah, reveal I Know. Yeah. Wait. I, mean, I mean, you know, or someone else. Yeah, maybe they have revealed I know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you know. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, guilty gear strive. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the cast we have so far is Soul Bad Guy, Kai Kisuke, May, mm-hmm. uh, the right. Pirate Girl, Faust, Potemkin, Chips Enough, Sato One, Millie Rage. Axel Lowe, the British guy, right, and Ram Lethal Valentine. So okay. I know has not been revealed yet. I, I feel like she could, like, I wonder if Ram Lethal getting revealed before I know means that I know is not in the base game. Hmm, that'd be wild. That'd be wild. But now, I know, no, I know, you know, no, <laughs> <laughs> I know, and uh, so. That's Guilty Gear. I think yep. one last announcement that Arc System Works could be making during their block is just a whole new Arc System Works project. Sure. Um, the uh, the Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle team has been quiet for a little while, mm. so presumably we could be getting a new game announcement soon. Sure, okay. Um, uh, one would hope that Persona 5 Arena gets revealed, but... Atlas always reveals Persona spinoffs on their own terms and right. their own times. They generally wait for, like, like you know, they'll generally be like, hi, a Persona concert's coming up, uh-huh. and we're going to just reveal, like, five Persona things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Atlas would let Arc System Works be the one to show off Persona 5 Arena for the first time at Evo. I agree, but I also hope you are incorrect. I hope I'm incorrect, too. I, I just want pers- more Persona fighting games. Yeah? Please. They're so good. <sighs> Ultimax was incredible. Ultimax is, yeah. I it, mean... It's, it's one of my favorite fighting games of all time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be somewhere in my top three. Yeah. You know, like same. Yeah. It's it's that good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, like, replayed it recently and it was still so fun. Oh, yeah. So I do think that 
Persona 5 Arena is being worked on, but it won't be announced at Evo. Right. So I, I think I think we're just getting some uh some Grand Blue Fantasy versus characters and and the Guilty Gear Strive character, and that'll be Arc System Works' uh, sure. appearance. That makes sense. I I think there's potential for Arc System Works to show one more thing, uh, but it wouldn't be during their block. Yeah. Uh up next, uh Undernight Inbirth, EXE Late Clear. <laughs> Uh, they, uh, they're, they're a tournament. They'll be there. That game's still really cool. Yeah. I'm sure some people will be showing off Landreka. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I don't know what they would show as announcements. Maybe, maybe new, maybe they'll release new characters for, for clear, you know? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um. I don't really know what the status of that game is. Uh, they, they released it. They released Uniclear. It's out. Oh, right, right. Um, and it, it had one new character. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, uh, Undernight Inbirth, EXE Late ST, uh, you automatically get all of like the balance updates that Clear has, okay. and you can buy Lundrake as a DLC character if you want. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So maybe maybe they have more characters for Clear in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year before Evo, uh, I predicted Rolica Blades. Right. Yes, I remember. Uh, a girl with with uh with rollerblades, uh, that like you know when she kicks, like the wheels like extend from her rollerblades, like yep. yo-yos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I think, <laughs> I think she could still be in the pipeline. There is a non-zero chance of Rollica blades, yeah, appearing. Yeah, anything, but, yeah, <laughs> anything can happen. Rollica blades. <laughs> I forget who your character prediction was. It was not Rollica Blades, and that's all that matters. Yeah, it wasn't nearly <laughs> as cool as Rollica Blades. So, uh, so yeah, Rollica Blades. All right. <laughs> at Evo 2020, revealed at last. Who who makes those games again? French Bread. Right. Do they do anything else? Melty Blood. Okay. I just wonder what the odds are of there being a splash screen that just says like undernight in birth Two coming 2021, you know, mm-hmm. like just moving on from the base game and doing a sequel. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think if anything, they would announce a new melty blood game. Mm, okay. Yeah. Just like, yeah, like a new, like next gen melty blood. That'd be cool. I'm not super familiar with melty blood, but I know a lot of people like it. Yeah. Mel- melty blood is, you know, was kind of a, a very indie, like, uh, I think it started as kind of like a Dojin game, like kind okay. of kind of like you know, just like a just like a free fighting game released on Japanese computers, right? And then, uh, and then like it got popular enough that finally we got some localized releases on Steam and stuff. Okay, yeah, and then uh, and then people at Frosty Fastings would play them on top of bathroom trash cans on their laptop. <laughs> yes, yeah, that is true. Yes, uh, that's how I'm familiar with Melty. <laughs> So yeah, I wonder if Melty Blood will like make some kind of comeback. That's one thing. I mean, there are so many things that I miss about being able to physically go to tournaments, right? I mean, there's so <laughs> you, many you, things. You really miss the, those those bathroom laptops. Well, no, I was just gonna say, like, one thing that I really miss is just like walking around and you see somebody with like their laptop set up on a table playing a fighting game you've never seen or heard of in your life. You yeah, know? yeah. Like that's always a really cool experience to just get to see somebody be really passionate about something that's that obscure. That's that's a really good point. I also have a fond melty blood memory of. Uh... Of one frosty fasting we attended, a fire alarm went off in the middle of the <laughs> tournament. That's right. Everyone had to stop their sets 
and walk outside and wait for the fire alarm to end. That was awful. The fire alarm went off. I had a migraine and two of my friends were in a huge fight and one of them was texting me for advice. Yeah. (laughs) It's all happening at the same time. And, uh, And we go out there and everyone like has to wait to go back in except for the people in the Melty Blood tournament who brought their laptop outside of the hotel with them and just, like, set it up and, like, continued the Uh tournament outside while the fire alarm was going off. That's Melty Blood. Yeah, that's Melty Blood. Oh, man. But, yeah, that singular moment is, like, the least fun that I've had at a fighting game tournament. Um, (laughs) The rest of it was great. Um... Yeah, they uh they also uh French bread also developed uh Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax Ignition. Oh, okay. Yeah. And of course the game that preceded that, just uh Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. Like right. those those two games. Um so maybe someone will commission French bread to make like another another fighting game. Yeah, I'm into that. Although if they did, who knows if French bread would be the ones allowed to announce it. Mm, right, that's true. Yeah. But uh but yeah, that's Under Night and Birthday XC Lake. They're very cool game. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. Phonon is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um She's like a she's like a girl with like a whip. Yeah. And she does cool whip stuff. Yeah, very whippy. Yeah. I like Enkidu, who's like a monk. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um he is just like, you know, I can do combos in anime fighters, but it takes some effort. Yeah. But then Keto, I was just like immediately in there doing yeah. them, you know, which yeah. is uh, very satisfying. Yeah. I, I could do some phonon combos, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like some basic phonon combos, not anything really crazy, but. I mean, do you ever do really crazy combos? No, I don't. Maybe, maybe Jumpei. You've got uh, some stuff for Jumpei. Yeah, but the stuff I've got for Jumpei isn't combos. Right. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just setups. Yeah, it's just setups. I've got some cool Jumpei setups. Uh, Soul Calibur Six. Yeah. Um. So apparently they have two characters in Season Pass Two that they have not revealed yet. Right. Um. And uh, and apparently people have data mined the game and are relatively certain that Setsuka and Huang are uh, the are the remaining characters in Season Pass Two. I'm fine with believing that. Yeah. Me. Me too. <laughs> like th- those seem like good picks. Yeah. Hill- Hill's already in the game as DLC, so. Then again, I mean, they did just announce who, who, who what fucking character from uh, from For Honor Templar or that, whatever that was for Samurai Showdown. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, I I got the outline mixed up. Yeah. Um. Okay, then. Yep. Setsuka and Huang. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> did you think that Setsuka and Huang were soul were Samurai Showdown characters that you forgot existed? I mean, I don't know all the Samurai Showdown characters. They both have you know kind of Asian names. I assumed, yeah. So a few years back, you and I played through every Samurai Showdown gear. Yeah, in together. like a day. Yeah. Okay. So you've seen every Samurai Showdown character. Okay. If you watched Hamlet several years ago, would you remember every line? Uh, I mean, no, but I'm not asking you if you remembered every fighting game character's move. Just remember, like, I remember the cast of Hamlet pretty good. It would not have surprised me if there were characters named Setsuka and Huang in in uh, fucking uh, Samurai Showdown. It would not have surprised me. I mean, that's fair. All right. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, 
Yeah, Soul Calibur Six is the game we're talking about. Na- na- uh, yes, ban- I, yeah. everyone knows that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, Soul Calibur Six. I, I probably should have prefaced this in the first place. Uh, Bandai Namco's 3D fighting game, weapons, <laughs> uh, weapons galore. Yes. set in the past. These are things. Uh, a, hist- this game. a history unfolds. Yeah. Um, Welcome the, to a new age of history. Yeah, and the last. Uh, the last character uh, released slash revealed for it was Haomaru from Samurai Showdown. Right, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, what did that have thrown you for a loop if I was like, yeah, so uh, they they released Haomaru before and now they're going to release Asuka I'm, and I'm not a baby, Daniel. <laughs> I understand things. <laughs> I literally just looked at the wrong line in this outline. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have fully blamed you for mixing those two games up. They're both weapon-based fighters set in the past. That was not the problem <laughs> that I had. <I'm... laughs> Look, don't worry about it. I I will make sure that in addition to explaining Soul Calibur 6 to you, I will also very slowly... <laughs> remove this rattler from your field of vision but show it to you again and say peekaboo it will be like a brand new rattler has uh entered your uh your consciousness because i i know you're you're just starting to grasp that whole object permanence thing thanks daddy (laughs) (laughs) all right checkmate you win (laughs) <laughs> let's uh let's move let's what's what's next uh yeah Sesuke... i don't know i can't read says <laughs> a good hog probably coming to Soul caliber six okay um yeah i don't really know any notable characters that they would include besides that anyway yeah um, unless they did pulled another guest character thing and threw in somebody yeah and uh it feels like they're probably not like i i think Soul caliber six is kind of not sold great yeah yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure it sold fine, but like it hasn't mm-hmm. really blown up the world. So, mm, you know, they they, they would have sold one more copy if it had rolled back netcode, but it don't. I I don't think they would have sold that many more copies. That's the I, thing. No, I mean, specifically, they would have sold one more copy because I would have. Oh, it. I, I see. I mean, I see. But you have it. No, I don't. You don't own Soul Calibur Six. I mean, I unless it was a free game or something, I haven't purchased it. Didn't you buy it for Play This? Um. I was thinking of Samurai Showdown again. <laughs> okay, that's insane. We were literally in the middle of talking about Soul Calibur 6. Look, clearly I just want to move on because I don't like Soul Calibur 6 very much. <laughs> yes, I own Soul Calibur 6. It's not on my PlayStation because I deleted it as soon as we were done recording that episode. I, th- that is fair. I don't think it's on my P- PlayStation anymore either. Yeah. Can we please talk about Samurai Showdown now, for God's sake? <laughs> we... Like, you had a lot of understandable leeway before. I know, and now it's all gone. Can we please talk about (laughs) Samurai Showdown? For God's sake. (laughs) Okay, so Samurai Showdown. Yeah. uh, Just released its last season two DLC. The Warden. Right. From. (laughs) Maybe they'll add Astaroth. <laughs> from, or Talim. 
Uh, the warrior from For Honor. Why did they throw Nightmare in there? We're talking about Samurai Showdown, right? Welcome to a new age of history. Maybe Lizard Man will be in there. I think Samurai Shodan is at the end of its development cycle. I think yeah. they're done making characters for that game. Uh, but I do think Samurai Shodan will have a significant reveal once that tournament, once that exhibition tournament is over. And that is our first look at gameplay for King of Fighters 15. Aha! Uh, I'm excited about that. I think King of Fighters 15, uh, so King of Fighters 14 was not a very good-looking video game, especially when it first came out. Yes. It was SNK's kind of first foray into 3D models instead of sprites. Yeah. And there were some growing pains there, and they were very, very, like, <laughs> clear. Yes. I think I think King of Fighters 15 is going to look really good. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, they clearly had some practice with uh, Samurai Showdown. Yeah, Samurai Showdown looks much better Yeah. Uh, than uh, Fighters 14. And I think that, that that's just going to, they're going to keep improving over time. Yeah. I don't know if it'll look as incredible as like Arcusum works like recent output. Sure. But I think it'll be at least on par with like Street Fighter V visually. Cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. into that idea. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's going to look awesome. Do you have any, um, do you have any predictions for what the King of Fighters 15 reveal will be like? What characters they might show off? Oh, I, I don't know King of Fighters super well. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I guess it'll start off with Terry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think Terry Terry's kind of obvious. He'll be there. I hope they bring back the Drunken Fist guy from 13 who could just, like, drink a lot and then it improved his stuff somehow. I oh, never yeah. really figured out how he worked, but yeah. I, I like characters like that. Yeah, he'd be cool. So King of Fighters 15, uh, this is my lore talk. Aha. Uh-huh. See, I thought it was going to be Street Fighter. Oh, oh, Street, yeah. oh, Street Fighter's got lore. Yes, but... and specifically, their games come out in an incredibly confusing order. <laughs> yeah, I thought you thought I was going to be talking about Undernight Inbirth, EXE Late Clear. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the lore of that game. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the King of Fighters franchise does a very interesting thing. In that, like, it, even though its lore is very hard to parse, yeah. uh, King of Fighters takes its lore very seriously. Right. And and uh, if if a character dies in the story of a King of Fighters game, mm-hmm. that character will never be playable again. Huh. Unless uh, the King of Fighters game in question is a dream match title. Okay. Every, uh... Every few King of Fighters games, like, basically, like, uh, they'll do, like, three King of Fighters games, like, in a storyline... And then they'll do a King of Fighters game that is a dream match game. Oh, and any okay. And, like, basically anything goes with that roster. Like, characters that were dead and that died in previous King of Fighters games will be playable in that. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So King of Fighters 14 was the start of a new storyline. Mm-hmm. King of Fighters 13 ended the Ash Crimson storyline. Okay. Uh, this character Ash Crimson dies at the end of it. Right. Uh, and Ash Crimson was a very popular King of Fighters character. Mm. So that was kind of a hit for some people. Uh, King of Fighters 14 has a story where an entity called Verse is opening portals to other dimensions. That's why Nakaru and characters show up. Okay. Uh, so this isn't a dream match. Uh, this wasn't a, re- a dream match title. This started a new storyline mm-hmm. in the main King of Fighters continuity. And, uh, and Verse is basically like rewriting timelines and realities. Right. Um, and once, uh, 
at the end of the game when Verse is defeated, uh, Verse unleashes an energy that uh, that changes uh, that changes the timeline in various ways and brings mm. a bunch of characters back from the dead. Okay. Uh, Comic char- book shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Characters like Rugal and and other characters that have been dead for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, setting up King of Fighters fifteen to have something that's like a dream match roster without actually being huh. a dream match game. That's cool. It will be the next game in the storyline, but several characters that have been dead for a really long time are now brought back to life by the aftermath of the verse incident. Okay. Um do so do we by the end of Kingdom uh, King of Fighters 14 know who all of them are or is there some kind of mystery about who's come back and who hasn't? There's some mystery but there's a lot of implications. Okay. And but uh but one thing that's heavily implied is that uh some a few fan favorite characters that have been dead in the continuity for a really long time uh got geese howard right yes geese howard has actually always been alive in the king of fighters oh, really oh okay he's, he's dead in the fatal fury series oh, god king sake. of fighters takes place separate from it's a it's see king... this is even worse than soul caliber and samurai showdown how the <laughs> fuck am i supposed to keep this yeah. straight yeah king of fighters is is a different like it's an alternate reality from fatal fury and from art of fighting oh god yeah okay so yeah geese is actually alive in the king of fighters uh, was he in 14 Geese, Geese was in 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, there are a few fan favorite characters in the King of Fighters series that have been dead in the continuity for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Shermy. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Uh, Shermy is is this woman character with like hair that like covers her face. Okay. Um, And she's like a grappler. Uh, she was actually recently playable in SNK Gals Fighters. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad that she's cool because her name sounds like the name of a 70 year old accountant. And also, uh, hey, uh, Charmy, you got my tax returns done? Oh boy, oh, yeah, I got, I got them done. There's a character named Chris also uh, that was on Charmy's team that also died, and people really love Chris. Uh, and uh, actually, this is kind of a wild thing. The Shermie's ending in Gals Fighters implies that she, Chris, and one of her other teammates uh, were revived by the verse aftermath. Oh. And that's why she's in Gals Fighters in the first place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So they could all be back. Mm-hmm. And there's basically just a bunch of final boss characters that could be back now. Right, because sure. usually a final boss character will... will uh, will die right at the end of uh at the end of a king of fighters game the verse just resurrects itself <laughs> um also ash ash crimson mm-hmm. uh himself uh i think is confirmed to be alive again okay and, and can now return in 15 so i think ash crimson will be one of the first 15 characters shown and maybe they'll show off uh they'll show off shermy or, or chris right just kind of be like yeah they're back <laughs> That's good because I mean the whole time that Ash Crimson was dead, Shermie was managing his estate, and you know he'll really want to get back to Shermie's a woman. Track of his own Shermie is a female character. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the show King Fighters fifteen. I think will be really cool. All right, nice. I think they'll delay it to twenty twenty one. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, up next is the Tournament of Champions. <laughs> tournament. Uh, it's a it's an exhibition tournament for Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, it's to celebrate its 20th anniversary or something. Right. I think we all know what's happening here. <laughs> uh, they're going to do that exhibition. 
And then Capcom's finally going to reel Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 4 reveal trailer. Which characters do you think will be present? Uh, man, I really hope that Monster Hunter is just in this one again. It's It would really suck if Monster Hunter was just in the shitty Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> and no other Marvel vs. Capcom. So the rumor is that Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is going to be a heavily retooled uh-huh. version of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite that keeps that roster intact and A, makes it look much better, and B, mm-hmm. adds characters we've been that should have been an infinite. <laughs> okay. Um now that was and that was years ago mm-hmm. that that rumor was flying around, so I wonder if they just started over. Right. If, if Marvel's sure. Capcom 4 will just be a new thing. And that means some of Infinite's roster and some of its mechanics will be left behind for four. Yeah. So that four can feel like a truly new game. That makes sense. Uh in that case I guess I guess just one kind of general prediction is I think more X-Men will be in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's here's my prediction for the reveal trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll start with Ryu fighting, like, Captain America or Iron Man or some shit. Sure. Right? And then we'll, uh, we'll see some other characters that were playable in Infinite trickle in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, Axe will face off against Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe Black Panther will will jump in and fight the monster hunter i i think they'll mix in like some of the dlc characters sure and then like while these established characters are in the midst of fighting you just hear berserker barrage <laughs> and and wolverine uh, comes in yeah uh like i i think they'll make a big deal out of the return of x-men characters i think it's possible that right then and there they will tell us that wolverine Magneto and Doctor Doom are all back. Uh, okay, I was gonna say Wolverine, Storm, Magneto, but Doctor Doom also. Yes, that yes. makes sense. I think Storm will be back also. Mm-hmm. I think bare minimum we will see Wolverine, Magneto, Doctor Doom, Storm, and Deadpool. Nice back in this game. Cool. Um, also, please uh, put Gambit in there. Gambit would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, like Gambit a lot. I don't know about his chances, but yeah, yeah. I think they'll really open up Marvel to. Characters that weren't allowed before, so I think we'll I think we'll see a bunch of X Men back. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see some new X Men. Okay. I think we'll see uh I think we'll see Doctor Doom and and maybe some new Fantastic Four characters like uh. like Mister Fantastic or, mm-hmm. or Human Torch. Mister Fantastic could have such a cool fighting game move set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they could just bring Super Scroll back, who like who had some of what mm, Reed's moveset right. would be. That's true. Um, was Squirrel Girl an infinite? Squirrel Girl was not an infinite. They gotta put Squirrel Girl in there. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I think Ms. Marvel will be in there. Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Ms. Marvel will be in there. Put Ms. Marvel in there instead of Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, like, because there's some overlap. Yeah. Yeah, there's some overlap. I'd, I would rather have Ms. Marvel than Mr. Fantastic. Me too. They could put Silver Surfer in there. That would be great. Yeah. I like Silver Surfer. Yeah. Silver. Got the board. Yeah. What got... more do you want? Herald that's... of Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. That's more than I want, really. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, uh, Spider-Man characters were never really off the table, but mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we'll see more Spider-Man stuff, maybe. That'd like, be cool. Like Green Goblin or Doctor Octopus or something. Or maybe Miles instead of Peter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Peter will be in there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Miles in addition would be neat. Yeah. I wonder if actually they'll just like release Miles as like a DLC costume for Spider-Man <laughs> right. with his own voice lines and everything. Yeah, I'd accept that. Yeah, me too. I'd like that. Even though, you know, Miles and Peter's power sets are distinctly different from each other. Yes. Uh, I'd, I'd still accept that. Yeah. Any, uh, any predictions for new characters on the Capcom side? Uh, you go first. Hmm. Um, maybe Asura from Asura's Wrath. Oh, that would be great. That game's really old at this point. Yeah, but Asura would be such a cool fighting game character, and yeah. Capcom's okay with doing old things. They are okay with doing old things, yeah. Um, I also think maybe they bring Ruby Heart back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Ruby Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ruby Heart's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough because, like, Capcom hasn't really done a new IP in, like, this whole generation. Yeah. Right? So it's like, what, 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 like, what IPs would they market, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, like, I, I think we'll see some new Resident Evil characters in there. I was just thinking about that, um, and the first character that came to mind is maybe, like, Mr. X instead of Nemesis. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Or just Nemesis again. Yeah, I think it'll just be Nemesis again. Yeah, that'd be fair. Yeah, I think for them... give him some new moves based on the new stuff that he does in the remake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, like, I, I think if a character was an infinite, like, they probably won't, like, replace or, or like... Sure. Yeah. Um... And Nemesis was an infinite, so mm-hmm. yeah, I I do have faith, I do have hope that uh, that the rumor is true that combo fiend, mm-hmm. um, Peter Rosas, yeah, Peter Rosas, a guy that is now a producer for the Marvel gaming like studio and was right. the producer of the Spider Man PS4 video game that was very popular, mm-hmm. kind of kind of flaunted his. Uh, <laughs> his his new weight around and use that to get a game greenlit that he would be very passionate about which yeah. is a new marvel versus capcom game that would be great yeah i would really appreciate that peter yeah get, please peter please after all peter with great power comes great responsibility and with that we'll move Sorry. on to dragon ball fighters you gotta do it man <laughs> so dragon ball fighters yeah is currently in the middle of season three yes uh kefla's come out uh, Ultra Instinct Goku has come out. Uh-huh. So there's three characters left to reveal. How many of them will be Goku? I think zero. Okay. I, I think zero. How many of them will be Vegeta? I think maybe one. Okay. Up to one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we're done with Gokus. All right. Uh, do you do you have any predictions? Uh, I know you're much less. Uh, <laughs> you have your toes dip much less into Dragon Ball lore than I do. Yeah. I wouldn't even really call myself a Dragon Ball fan, but mm-hmm. I think I'm aware enough of. Stuff that happens in Dragon Ball to be able to make some educated guesses. Definitely more so than I am. Yeah, so that's why I want to hear yours first. Uh, I don't know. Some fucking guy that was only in one movie or something <laughs> would be my guess. Uh, because it's not going to be Bulma. It's not going to be Hercule. So why should I care? I think I think there's a non-zero chance of Hercule. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, his, his voice actor's been dead for a bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... Bulma's voice actor died, and she immediately got replaced for the Broly movie. So, right. So I think that's that's less of a thing with Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball is just always happening, and they just need to replace voice actors. Sure. So I think there's a non-zero chance of Hercule, but I don't know if there's the biggest chance. Okay. Uh, I think there's two characters that are definitely happening. In okay. This DLC pass. One, Master Roshi. 
Oh yeah, yep, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, man, he uh the the most recent arc in the Dragon Ball Super anime was the Tournament of Power arc. Mm-hmm. Uh it was just a big old a big old tournament spanning multiple universes. Right. Uh Roshi was was important. He had some highlight moments in that arc okay. and he's he's been around since the literal beginning of the right. franchise. He's one of the very first characters that's ever been in Dragon Ball. Yeah. So I think they'll I think they'll finally add him in and give him some of his tournament of power stuff. Nice. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh next is Top slash Tuppo. Okay. Uh this big orange alien man with a big old <laughs> mustache and probably a really cool grappling move set. Mm, all right. Uh he was Jiren's second in command. Uh Jiren being like the weird, like muscly alien man, like the guy who looks kind of like a ah yes, the weird muscly alien man, the guy that looks like a close encounter, like someone put took a close encounters from the third kind alien's head and like jammed it onto a fucking like like punchy like punch him. What uh, arc is this character from? He's also from Tournament of Power. Okay, then yeah, I have no idea who it is. You've he he has been released as a DLC character, so you've seen him. He's I, he's the purple man. I've <laughs> I've paid very little attention to Dragon Ball Fighters since it launched. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Yeah, he he was released in season two, like you know that stereotypical alien face, right? Yes. Um like the the big, like blackened eyes. I'm I'm familiar, yeah. Yeah. Like like take that face, uh-huh. turn it slightly purple. Okay, uh, you're you're colorblind, so just imagine the color purple. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I'm really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and put it on top of the of the like on top of a Rob Leefield sketch. I respect what you're trying to do here. I have a vague idea of what this character looks like. It's not ringing any bells. That's fair. <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, uh, yeah. Jiren was the main antagonist of the Tournament of Power. Okay. Topo slash Top, I think, was the second in command. I think Top will be playable. I think they'll have a really cool grappling move set. Cool. And then that that third slot could be a variety of different characters. Sure. Um. Anyone could be a movie character. Uh, the Bojack, I guess, hasn't been in the game yet. <laughs> All right. Um, there's Ribrian from the Tournament of Power, like uh, this a female character, which is a plus. And yeah. She's got like uh, she's got like a bunch of like kind of magical girl like bullshit happening. <laughs> like I, I have a vague knowledge of the Tournament of Power arc. I haven't really seen it in action. Sure. So I don't really know what her full power set is, but I feel like they could do some Ribrian stuff. Okay. Or they could go back and and grab a, a character from older dragon ball that hasn't been around yet mm-hmm. like maybe zarbon from the frieza arc okay uh zarbon is this uh is kind of like this pretty boy like he he was uh he was like one of frieza's like henchmen that wasn't in the ginyu force oh, okay uh like long hair mm-hmm. like like had a rose or something <laughs> right had a second form where he like morphed into like a grotesque monster nice uh yeah they could do some zarbon stuff um, I'm really hoping for, for Hercule to be like that yeah. last character. I'd love that. Yeah. I think Hercule would be great. Everyone loves Hercule. <laughs> uh. Especially you. Especially me. That's just the archetype you like in fiction. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I love, I love the, the dumbass with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Never fails with me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at your recent watch through of Yu Yu Hakusho. 
you immediately loved Kuwabara more I, than any other character. I mean, who didn't love Kuwabara more than any other character? <laughs> I'm sure many people, <laughs> that, right? That, like, that, that's, that's you might true. be projecting a little bit yeah, that's, there. I, that's true. Amy's favorite is Kurama. Okay. But we both love Kuwabara more than any other character. I, I do love Kuwabara. He's the most interesting character in the show. He's he's great. By leagues. Yeah, sometimes he just gets shafted so much by like the writing team. Yeah, like when he wasn't in the last season. Yeah, he, he was absent for most <laughs> he's like, of it. like, I'm just going to keep studying in uh, the human world. Have fun in the demon world. Bye! <laughs> but... That I think that's your best Kuwabara yet. Wow, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Urameshi. I lost it. All right, that, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you had the gravel down. Thank you. Uh, I, you, I've worked hard. Like, like you, you start to sound like a Sesame Street character, like during the end of that. <laughs> like, uh, but but the, for like a, a glimmer of a moment, it's there. Nice, it's, and it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> But yeah, as much as I hope it's Hercule, I feel like it's probably one of the other characters I said. Rib- yeah. R- Ribrion or, or Zarbon or Bojack. Super Saiyan 12, Vegeta, pink hair. It could it could actually be, uh, I think Vegeta awakens into a new form <laughs> at the at the very end of the Tournament of Power. Okay. It could be that even though we see like seven seconds of it. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, so those are my thoughts. I think basically for the Dragon Ball Fighter segment... We'll just see season. We'll just see the rest of season three. Okay. And uh, and I think Master Roshi will be first, and that he'll shadow drop. Right. Maybe Tapo will be first. All right. I'm gonna say Master Roshi though. Okay. Yeah. I'm into that. I'll I'll join you. Cool. In as much as I have any investment at all in in predicting things for this game, I'll join you. <laughs> I think Dragon Ball Fighters is still cool and fun. Even no, like it's. Yeah. I mean, there are many respects in which it's a great game, and of yeah. course. You have, you know, you know, even before anyone gets announced in the roster, that there's going to be seven Gokus and five Vegetas because that's just how Dragon Ball works, right? Um, but at the same time, I I can't help but be disappointed anyway. Yeah, knowing that a slap in the face is coming doesn't make it sting that much less. <laughs> uh, nice. This is not. A, I I don't hate that analogy. Thank you. Um, after the season three characters. Now, Dragon Ball Fighters is owned by Bandai Namco, so yep. Bandai Namco could make. Mm-hmm an announcement of a new anime fighting game, maybe another one that they've commissioned sure. Arc System Works to make. Uh, ones that we've been playing with over the course of the podcast mm-hmm. are Naruto Fighters and One Piece Fighters. Yeah. Um, so a couple things. One, between Naruto Fighters and One Piece Fighters, yeah. I think I think the ball might be in Naruto Fighters' court. Okay. I think Naruto Fighters might happen before One Piece Fighters, uh, particularly because One Piece is, is in... Smack dab in the middle of a big arc right now, mm-hmm. and uh, and maybe in a year or two that arc will be resolved and they can use more characters. From I it. see. Um, sure. But secondly, I don't think we're getting either of them at Evo. Oh, okay. I I, I think I think Naruto fighters or One Piece fighters will be announced uh-huh. next year. Okay. At an E3 or at an Evo, I think we'll I think we'll get that Naruto fighters announcement. Okay. Uh, but I I think. I think it's not ready to be shown yet, mm-hmm. and particularly not right now when the <laughs> development time of everything is yeah, slowing down. That makes sense. But yeah, next year they'll be done with Dragon Ball Fighters. They'll just be finished with it, mm-hmm. and I think they've already been doing some work on whatever their next anime fighter game is. Okay, and I feel like that's Naruto Fighters because, uh, yeah, they'll be able 
like that because Naruto's just done, you know. Maybe right. they can even put some Boruto stuff in there. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, I feel like some Boruto characters will be part of the DLC cycle for Naruto Fighters. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they could just do an entire Boruto themed DLC pack if they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Throw throw all the ninjas wacky kids in there. I'd love that. <laughs> Me too. Um, so that that leaves just a couple more games. Okay. One is Tekken Seven. Yep. Which always kind of shows up near the end. Sure. Um, Tekken 7 finished season 3 season 4 feels unlikely hmm okay I don't know about season 4 alright uh, which means that like either Tekken 7 will just end without any reveals mm-hmm. or that Bandai Namco will reveal a new fighting game okay uh, next gen's coming up I that's guess they, true I guess they could reveal Tekken 8 yeah okay yeah but it feels it feels just a little too soon for that. Mm, I I I, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they'll reveal Tekken Eight like next year. Okay. But yeah, so I guess we'll get a new Bandai Namco fighting game if anything. All right. But uh, I think Soul Calibur is going to be taking a break again, and I think it's a bit too soon for for Tekken Eight. So either something I'm not expecting at all, or just no announcement for for the Tekken slot. Pocken two. Well, Nintendo would announce that. Oh, yeah. Nintendo yeah. would announce that. They would not let Bandai Namco announce that on their own. Okay. Yeah. Pocket 2 would be cool, though. Yeah, I, I would love that. Yeah. I liked the first one a lot. I liked the first one a lot, too. Uh, it's too bad it launched on the Wii U. Yeah. Well, hey, it came to the Switch, though. That didn't really help in terms of the competitive scene, you know? Hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to elaborate. No, just, you know, like, it came out for the Switch, and we didn't really see it come back to tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. The last exhibition tournament on the list is Street Fighter V. Yes. They've announced a Season 5, or right. Season B. Yeah. Uh, with five <laughs> more characters. Right. And I... I think at least one character will be revealed at Evo. That makes sense. Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? I can't tell if they're going to show us Makoto right at the beginning mm-hmm. or if they're going to save her for the end. Sure. Um. So either Makoto or... Because I think it's going to be something that they know will excite us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Violent Ken. <laughs> I said excited, Sean. I mean, that would um, excite a lot of people, just not either of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think either Makoto or Sean. Cool. Yeah. All right. I, I feel like I'm... I feel like there's there's an obvious character that I'm... Ooh, Fei Long. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, either Makoto or Fei Long would be my guess. Yeah, which is funny because they've they've got some overlap, like gameplay style wise. Mm, that's true. Yeah, they're both rush downy. Yeah, I, either Makoto or Fei Long, but not both. Yeah, and I think they'll show up to three characters. Okay, so like Fei Long, someone with some zonery stuff going. Fei Long, Oro, and Azam. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and any other. Street Fighter Five reveals or thoughts? Uh, have we gotten a confirmation that like there won't be any brand new characters? Like, are these all returning characters or something, or is there, are they on the table? We we haven't gotten uh, 
Yeah, they, they haven't said anything about what the characters could be like. There'll be a brand new character, and I won't care about them. That's my prediction. Az- Azam is my prediction for a brand new character. Right. Because he's a character that's in the lore, but he hasn't been playable yet. I was thinking more like a G, where it's like, oh, here's someone new. Don't care about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but pretty much every new uh character in street fighter five mm-hmm. has been set up with some story stuff in the past right whether it's within street fighter five mm-hmm. or you know whether it's it's something that they grabbed from an earlier game like ed for example sure. being the kid that that balrog adopted at the end of street fighter four right um in his street fighter four ending uh and then Minot and Falk, for example, both had cameos in Ed's story mode before right. they were eventually playable. Uh, it's funny you mention G, mm-hmm. because I think he might be one of the very few <laughs> characters in Street Fighter V that just showed up with no, like, setup. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I mean, like, G seems cool from a gameplay perspective. Lots of cool stuff that G has going on there. Oh, yeah, but, he's, uh, he's, he's really cool from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, don't really know what their plan was as far as integrating him into the lore of street fighter then again i mean that game is wacky yeah i think there's still a lot of theories that he will eventually become q right uh he has an alt costume that makes him look like q right yeah but yeah i think if we do get a new character it will be one that has been set up by previous lore like azam i hope it's azam yeah me too azam's cool yeah um all right any any predictions for any like reveals or things we could get that's outside of these these games and companies that we've mentioned already i don't think so yeah like i think uh i think that league of legends fighting game showing up there's a non-zero chance oh, yeah of that. that'd be neat especially because like seth killian's team is working on that mm-hmm. seth killian loves loves contributing stuff to evo true yeah but uh but i think largely that that won't happen yeah. um yeah i think i think there's even a chance that a lot of the things we predicted just won't show up. Maybe they were going to at the original right. version of Evo, but now they won't at Evo Online. Um, yeah, we're going to get stuff. It just might not be any of the stuff we said. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm still choosing a dream fairly big. I think yeah. uh, I think this will still be fairly packed with uh, with some reveals and uh, and new characters and, and maybe even new games. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remain excited for... For Evo Online, and we we will see if if I will be excited for a future Evo Online <laughs> by the end of this. Yes. All right. Any last thoughts, Sean? Nope. All right. I'm. There's no thoughts in my brain. <laughs> Empty up there. The only two things in there are Soul Calibur Six. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Showdown. Let's open some listener mail. All right. Here's your mail. I drove away. I have a very fast mail truck. Not and Freak on Twitter says... I predict that Nintendo will make a surprise appearance hmm. and introduce a game that brings their biggest franchises together into one fighting game. That gets this lets you play as Pikachu. They'll call it something like Super Smash Brothers playing <laughs> off of Mario. Oh, I see. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 
Thanks, right. Not in Freak. That's a pretty wild prediction, Not in Freak. I yeah. mean, that would involve us uh, seeing a game that no one has ever seen before. Yeah, and Nintendo, like, bringing all those, like, franchises together, I, like, just all interacting. Could you imagine, like, Fox and Donkey Kong in the same room? Yeah. You know, Daniel, on the off chance they do that, what do you think about starting a podcast? <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> I know. Also, there's actually, like, there's actually, like, a fan site uh, dedicated to uh, Donkey Kong and Star Fox that is convinced that they both take place in the same universe and have, <laughs> have the same continuity. I want to see that. And that that website flipped out when Smash Bros. Brawl came out and, <laughs> and Diddy Kong and Fox interacted in the story mode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, right, yeah. It's, it's like Illuminati confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That is wild. Yeah. I've learned something new about the internet today. Anyway, thanks, Not in Freak. Bold prediction. Yes, very bold. Yes. Vinaber on Twitter. Yes. Says, I think they'll announce a Marvel vs. Capcom 4 with a lineup that includes Marvel's Phase 4 characters hmm. and popular characters. And Capcom will show Resident Evil 8, Street Fighter, and a Monster Hunter. Wow. Oh, and they'll announce that they'll take the Heihachi costume out of Smash <laughs> and make him a character. Oh, terrible. As a three-month-late April Fool's joke. I was on board until then, uh, Vinaber, but after that... Also... Gotta, gotta hop off the trail, but we're still going. Yeah, we're still going! <laughs> <laughs> I tend to say thanks, X, when I'm done saying their thing. Just keep talking, Daniel. <laughs> That's what you do. It's a podcast. It's what you do too often in the middle of me talking. Ah, uh, you know, you're right. I'll just be quiet for entire <laughs> episodes from Also, just wanted to mention, I've been going back and watching past episodes. And in episode 28, 2018 Game Awards reactions, huh. you said that in 2020 and 2021, people will get sick of robot games. And after that Sony presentation recently, I think you're correct. <laughs> wow. Thanks, that is, Vinaber. Yeah, that's some deep lore. Yeah, I, f I forget even saying that. I, right. don't know, I don't know which of us did say it either. There, I mean, there are many things that we've both forgotten we said. Yeah, we've, we've said a lot of things oh, yeah. in this podcast over the past two and a half years. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah that that was pretty prophetic of us I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um Now as far as uh Capcom essentially doing their own trade show in the middle of Evo, <laughs> I don't know if we're getting quite that many Capcom announced. I'd love that. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I'd make that same prediction. Yeah, highly unlikely. Um yeah, any any non-fighting game stuff generally just doesn't get announced during Evo. But hey, if they do a Monster Hunter fighting game, I'm all about that. Ooh. Um yeah. Uh Oh, I wonder if um what what Vinaber meant by that. So, a lineup that includes Marvel's Phase 4 characters and popular characters and Capcom will show Resident Evil 8, Street Fighter oh. and, and a Monster Hunter. So, characters from those games. Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes. Um yeah, I'm I'm down for buff evil Chris being a Marvel versus Capcom character from the village trailer. Yeah. Oh, um buff evil Chris. <laughs> uh Capcom could 
give us Rashid from Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah, I always thought that Rashid was going to be in Marvel's Capcom Infinite, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, he'd be um, a great uh, uh, Marvel versus Capcom character because he does Marvel combos in Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think of like maybe a character that showed up in season two or season three that would like that would also be a good fit. Hmm. Um, like uh, like Colin would also be. A good oh fit, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Colin. Um, or Jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, has Jury not been in a Marvel vs. Capcom game before? She, she has not. Isn't that wild? That's nuts. Yeah. Put Jury in there. Yeah. Yeah, people love Jury. Yeah, people love Jury. Yeah. She's great. And and yeah, a, a Monster Hunter rep, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Uh, that'd be... Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see that. Uh... Yeah, like even if, like even if it's just the Monster Hunter coming back from Infinite, sure, or like, or if it's like playable Rathalos or something, <laughs> it'd be really cool to see them just turn a Monster Hunter monster into like like Rajong or something that's vaguely humanoid uh-huh. uh, into a fighting game character. My dream Monster Hunter rep would just be a feline with yeah. like their weapons from Monster Hunter Generations. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I I think if they do a Monster Hunter monster, it'll just be a a fucking monster <laughs> like like rathalos yeah i'm i'm totally into that idea i would main rathalos i mean there a, a dog just a fucking dog has been playable <laughs> that's true in previous marvel capcom that's games. a fair point well you know a wolf god but, uh, well yes yeah. but basically a dog. but a puppy yeah yeah mm-hmm. still puppy exactly uh Good, good predictions vanderbur thank you yes sorry it, now... took us, sorry it took us a second to understand that our bad Thanks, everyone, for their listener mail. Yeah. If you want to know where else you can find us, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash beepboopgroup, mm-hmm. uh, where you can get all of our dumb arguments <laughs> and, uh, and for many five other... bucks. <laughs> and many other things uh, for as low as $1, like, uh, like our exclusive podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, since we decided to record three weeks in a row for a Smashing Theory, uh, the... The podcast where Amy and I play Detective Pikachu and then watch the Detective Pikachu movie has been pushed into July. Right. Uh, but if if you subscribe now, you'll you'll see that content. Yeah, it's coming. It's it's a coming. It's a coming along, and uh, we'll solve that mystery together. You, Amy Lee, Pikachu. So not me, actually. We will not solve that mystery together. <laughs> Anyway, uh, missing from that equation, actually, this is not a podcast that I'm on next time on a smashing theory. Yeah, uh, I I don't know, but a smashing theory will be taking a break for three weeks. Right. Uh, Since we did this for three weeks and also because July seems right now like it's going to be kind of slow. Right. Like news wise, uh, we will take at least two weeks off. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll return in in later July. Probably, I'm thinking the 24th. Okay. We'll be back July 24th. Ooh, right in the middle of EVO Online. Oh, wait. Not July 24th. July 23rd. <laughs> July 23rd. Ooh, right in the middle of EVO Online. Yeah, so we'll get to... We're going to see if any of our predictions have panned out. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft Forward will have happened by then, so maybe we'll talk oh, about yeah. that. yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, maybe Nintendo will just be like, hey, here's a fucking game that's going to come out in September. Right, or, sure. Yeah. Oh, there will definitely be some kind of Nintendo announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because in July they'll be announcing games that are going to come out in September because they have right. a two month buffer, right? Sure. Uh, like in May we got Paper Mario, which is coming out in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically this month, even though at the time of recording it's not this month. Sure. Okay. Yeah. What What, what do you think is going to be a game that Nintendo announces before we start recording again? I think that we will get a new Mario game, but yes. it'll be a spin-off game and I'll only be kind of interested in it. I think I think it'll be one of the Mario remasters. Okay, yeah. That, that's that's been rumored. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh are you only kind of interested in old Mario games? It depends on the Mario game. Mario 64. Uh kind of. Mario Sunshine more but still kind of mario galaxy one um the most out of those but not super interested so yeah it's only kind of interested either way okay (laughs) all right cool all right yeah so (laughs) so yeah mario remaster okay so we'll uh whatever we decide the episode will mainly be about we'll update you guys on our twitter at a smashing theory so go ahead and follow us and when we uh when we announce what the episode is going to be about, you can tweet at us uh, or you can email us at a smashing theory yes. at gmail.com and we'll, we'll feature our favorites on the pod like we do. We're the most active on Twitter because Twitter is the best social network. Is it though? <laughs> well, I mean, they're all garbage in yeah. their own special yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. To be clear, yeah. I'm not saying Twitter is good. I'm just saying that at least... It, it's I well, it's ironic that I'm saying this because you're the only person who ever posts on the Smashing Theory Twitter account. <laughs> but I just I, I I like the kind of form that Twitter takes more than Facebook, Instagram, whatever else. Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the best social media we use, but it's not a high bar. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there's my hot take of the episode. Thank you. Yep. Very hot. Thank you. Hot like a like a like a. That was sizzling, not peeing. (laughs) Just want to make that clear. (laughs) So, uh, where's the Smashing Theory guy? (laughs) Well, now that I'm done with my bathroom break, (laughs) I can tell you that in the meantime, (laughs) I hope you all have a smashing time. All right. Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Lonald. That's his name. He is great and that's the game. Ugh, we're, we're not going to do a rhyming thing. <laughs> not just that one time. Okay. All right. Rhyming more than that would be a crime. Special thanks to Nymph. Ah, uh, thank you so much, Nymph. Yes. Uh, your contributions are always appreciated and you are loved. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Special thanks to my fiance Amy Lee. Ah, Amy Lee. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. For all that you do in this wide world. You were at work when we started recording, but now I'm pretty sure you're home. So I'm excited to get out of our makeshift studio. Yes. And give you a kiss. Even though it's very well decorated. By Amy Lee. Yeah. So thanks. There's uh there's some there's like four pictures mm-hmm. uh to my right, like hung up on the wall. 
uh, and each picture is a different phase of the moon. Yeah, that's really my favorite decorative touch that we have here. Yeah. A lot of the other stuff is not our fault, like the nail holes in the wall that have been there since before we moved here. Yeah. Yeah, not Amy Lee's fault either. No. Thanks, Amy Lee. Yeah, thank you, Amy Lee. Special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Woohoo! Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. Th- thanks for the, the supporting the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Colred Luigi. Thank you. Uh, you, you, I kind of, uh, he's had a, a bad week on. Uh, he's been telling us about a bad week he's had on Discord. Yeah, and, uh, that, that's been rough. I, I hope things get better. Me too. Yeah, hang, hang in there, my dude. You're good. All of our fans deserve to have good weeks every week. Yes, particularly Royce. Yes. Special thanks to Cool Gabe. No! <laughs> cool game. While I may not express this in song, I think that you're really great, and your contribution makes me really happy. And I'm I'm glad that you're that you've been listening to us for this long. Thank you. Thanks, cool game. <laughs> there we go. I got it in there. Special thanks to Vinny G. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. Yeah, you are the man. Yes, the man with the plan for providing spicy Discord discourse. Yes. Yeah, it's been really cool to see you person being in Discord. Yes. And it's been really cool to have you around, and I'm grateful for all these things. Me too. Special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. If you want to get special thanks... Oh, for a second, I thought there was one more. I was going to say, like, wow, <laughs> even more people. <laughs> No, that's everyone, but you could be a new person yeah. by by giving us $20 a month on our patreon.com slash group. Yeah! And we will thank you. Yes. And you will regret it. <laughs> well, you, hope- you can make this segment even longer than it is already. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Bye. <laughs> Bye.